Welcome everyone to Podcast Heaven featuring the Indian monk. This is the first in a series of podcasts where we get to interview the man himself. My name is Jackie Miller-Charlton. I'm a business owner, practicing meditator, mother, sister, daughter and wife. On a personal level, I have been in search of the answer to life's timeless question of how I can improve myself within to experience a more fulfilled life externally. A question that humanity has asked since the beginning of time. I first met the monk almost six years ago and was immediately drawn to his incredible aura and philosophical perspective on life. I'm therefore delighted to be able to introduce you all to him so you can get to know a little more about him and what his vision is. A man of India, he spent many years in the monasteries at the foothills of the Himalayas and is now living in the UK to help spread the knowledge he has gained in a world he believes needs this now more than ever. So without further ado, I'd like to say a very special hello to the Indian monk. Hello everyone. Namaste. So I'm sure our listeners would like a deep dive into your life and how you ended up in the UK. So my first question is, have you always been a monk? No, before I became a monk, my life was totally different. So what was it you did before you became a monk then? I was a media entrepreneur, totally into the media industry, doing lots of music albums and connected with very known music channels. So it was a total different part of my life. And I understand that you were very successful at that time. So why did you actually decide to become a monk in the first instance? Life is very funny. I was doing very well in my profession and I had very good projects in my hand. I was in Italy when I got a phone call from our doctor, a family friend, and he mentioned me about my mother's illness and he told that your mom is suffering from cancer and she has very limited time with you. So that was a time when I came back, resigned my job and came back to my city in India, Pune. And there the journey of a monk started. I was being with my mother, trying to heal her through my meditations and music and all vibrations, whatever I was doing. So I gave lots of time on that. And one day she had to go. And once she passed away, I thought everything is gone. I had nothing left in life and nothing to lose. So I was in pain. And for that answers, so many answers, where, what happens after life? and where she's going and I just wanted all the, these answers and what I'm doing here, who am I? So these questions took me to a monastery and uh, I just walked into the monastery where I had been there before in connection of a media interviews so they knew me and I just became a monk then so that was my new journey. Wow, that's quite a story. So your mum's passing obviously had a real effect on you and clearly that was why you went in search of yourself and search of answers and maybe you wanted to reconnect. So 
how come you don't spend your time or life in the monastery now? My journey of spirituality was very interesting. I was growing and before entering the monastery, I had few gifts which I was blessed with since childhood, since my birth. And uh, I have never activated these energies or gifts with me. But when I was in the monastery, I was able to learn more about these energies and my gurus all around me, they were teaching me in the right direction. That's why they say you need a guru always to take the right path of your life. And uh, one day when everything was going fine and I was very peaceful there, I felt peace of mind and I was able to connect. My guru came and told, okay, your journey in the monastery is over. Now you have to go back to the material world and you have to start connecting there. And your mission of life is different. You have to go and help people. So you have to leave the monastery. So it was sad for me, but I had no options. I have to come back. So was it only when you were in the monastery that you first recognized that you were different to others? No. I knew these gifts I had since my childhood because I felt I was different. I was able to see more than other children. I used to come and tell my mother and I thought everybody can see that, that energies around us. I can, everybody can read the aura or the voice print and all the frequencies. And uh, I was able to read mind. I thought it's common, but then my mother who knew this gifts were there. She used to control me. She used to tell me not to tell anyone or it won't be good. People, kids will not come and play with you. So I knew this, but I have just, you know, like put these energies aside, didn't want to activate them. I didn't want to understand what is going on in other people's life or I didn't want to heal because I didn't want to be there. I just wanted, I was happy in media and I was happy with my mother and with my life. Okay, fascinating. So do you feel that these gifts you were born with have been a curse or a blessing in your life? <laughs> Actually, you can see in both ways. When you, when you are able to see more than others, when you can see how the pain is coming and what is going to happen next and how the world is changing. It is painful, which you don't want to do. You don't want to know and you don't want to see anything going negative or very clear in front of you. And I feel, why me? I don't want to see all this. I want to be peaceful. So if it comes something, a tsunami comes and it's a sudden shock. Okay, fine. Everybody is going, I also go away. It doesn't happen this way. So you can call it a blessing also and a curse also because you certain times you don't have any options. And I understand that your mother was visited by a wandering sage in her village in India prior to your conception, telling her that you were going to come along and that you were going to be a very special child. Uh, yes, yes, she told me. 
she mentioned and my grandparents also used to mention this many times and uh, it was you know we i i wanted had siblings my uh, elder sister my elder brother and uh, my mother always thought that her family is full you know complete i mean to say so one daughter one son husband wife and both the grandparents were alive so they thought their whole family is perfect now but she had a habit of anybody any sage or saint comes to the village she used to go to pay respect to him so there was the saint had come to this village and like before he also went with other neighbors ladies and she went to pay respect to him and when the sage he saw my mother he told one of us is going to come to your house to your family and you'll be blessed soon with a son and remember that this son will be gifted he will be special and so you just take care of yourself and the son will be coming to you soon but my mother was not ready for this she didn't want she thought her family is complete and they had not planned my parents had not planned for third kid but clearly the sage was correct because here you are with your wonderful gifts and blessings and some would say a kind of guru and many people these days are claiming to be many things and one of them the word guru seems to be used a great deal what does that actually mean guru means a teacher a lama the person who teaches you the techniques of life or whatever subject you want to master in so you have to go to the guru of that teaching if you want to be martial arts special so you have to go to the guru of martial arts who knows in and out if you spiritually wants to grow so you have to go to some monk some saint or some sage and that's the way it works for even for learning even the teachers the class school teacher is also in sanskrit they call guru okay so now you're accepted as a real indian monk a kind of guru by no less than the dalai lama the satya sai baba and many other spiritual leaders is that correct <laughs> yes i think so because they love me lots and they love me they help me and guide me on my spiritual journey that's right so what is it you now want to achieve on the rest of your life's journey now i am just following my mission the mission for what i had come to this dimension and just to be with people who need me or i can guide them on the right path how to shield them how to protect yourself and your loved ones after this pandemic the frequencies and the energies of the planet earth have changed the worst things and worst viruses are attacking on our civilization which is not good we have to be our own doctor and we need to understand how we can heal ourselves with the vibrations and frequencies which the powers which universe have given us 
I know you've been studying vibrations and frequencies for many years now. Can you explain to our listeners in easy to understand terms, what is it all about and why is it so important that we should all understand this? Post pandemic, I have traveled lots, right from North India to South India to Pacific and Hong Kong and few parts of Europe and I felt whomever I met 98% people around was suffering from depression some way or the other they were hit by this and children around them were no exception they were also going through their own phase which was really sad and then I realized this and I thought I need to travel all over the world and meet people and explain them how with your voice print, with your vibrations, body vibrations, frequencies and how you can energize yourself to shield yourself that negative energies or negative this viruses and all this don't hit you directly. The effect will be very very less. So it is easy to handle at least people they don't lose their life and they will be able to control their mind, body and soul which will help them to live in this type of pandemic energies and the negative energies. Okay, well, we could all use some help and guidance following what's been a truly awful two years for most of the people on the planet. But is it true then that actually our thoughts and our feelings cause the frequency at which our bodies vibrate? 100% your thoughts, your feelings, everything on this planet as an universe rather has different frequencies and whatever we think also is a frequency. So whatever we think if we think negative, it is a lower frequency we are thinking and our subconscious mind stores these energies. And if you take positive, it's a positive energy, high vibration energy. So always, you know, if you recollect your parents, your grandparents always might have given you suggestion, be positive. Okay, think positive. These people since ages, they have been talking about this positivity. And so, because when you go to sleep, we sleep, but the energies in our subconscious mind, whether it's negative or positive, whatever we have been thinking, they start activated. They, they are activated and the subconscious mind start working on these energies, whatever are stored. So before you sleep also, I would suggest just be positive, think positive. Whatever has happened negative in your life, much before you have your dinner, just try to cleanse it. Remove all the negative energies and at the bedtime just think positive and that's the way you have to live. And so does that mean then that what we actually think and feel can over time become a reality in our lives? And if that's so, why is that? 100% whatever we think and whatever we have in a mind. It gets stored in a subconscious mind and by default, as I mentioned before also, subconscious mind 
starts working when we are sleeping also so whatever we think it becomes a reality if we are thinking positive we are very positive we want to achieve that goal so that's why you know people they give you why you have to think positive we have to do the abbreviation that okay i'm very focused i'm doing the right thing i have to hit that target i have to be part of the olympic games or i want to be here i want to achieve this so that's a positive attitude and it becomes the reality you have to be focused and that focus will take you towards the reality so thoughts become things so you heard it here guys remember you should always try and think positively but how do we actually protect ourselves monk from negativity the first step to protect ourselves from negativity is meditation step towards meditation is very important and while you're meditating you'll connect with the other vibrations you have to meditate in the right way with the right vibrations and the right frequencies so you can shield yourself different frequencies are there you have to use these frequencies and vibrations to shield yourself and meditation is a way you can control your mind and once you are in control of your mind you can achieve anything so the right way of touching the frequency shielding yourself shielding your loved ones is always through frequencies and vibrations and meditation truly fascinating and i know that you could talk on that subject for hours but just changing the subject slightly i've read a great deal about karma and i'm sure our listeners have heard an awful lot about karma can you actually briefly explain what is karma karma is your own actions and action as every action has a reaction that's karma if you do something good you will get the positive karma returns back if you do something bad you will get all the negativity returning back because whatever you do you have to pay the consequences whether it's negative or positive so is it ever too late to clean negative karma what about really really bad people who for example murder kidnap steal terrorize all those dreadful things can they clean their karma or is it pointless even trying we are born in the real world this real this dimension is called black and white dimension because half day and half night and so we are in the free will zone and there's nobody to stop us from anything because we are in the free will zone we take wrong decisions or right decisions and many times it happens that we choose the wrong path because nobody is there to stop us so it's whatever is happening we it's our own decisions our it's our own choice whatever we are doing but we are human being and universe has always been very kind to us we our mistakes are forgiven very fast but first of all we have to realize that you have committed a mistake and once you realize that then you have to take a step towards cleansing it definitely universe gives us chance to cleanse your karma to clean your karma you have to go through it's not easy or you can just say sorry is not 
the word that can cover all your faults but you have to take really big efforts to clean your karma you have to prove yourself and 100% you can clean your karma so even those people who have murdered and kidnapped and stolen and done awful atrocities in life they can clean their karma too yes they can clean their karma but it's not easy first of all they have to realize what they have done and secondly they have to be prepared because whatever negative karma they have done they have to go through that process they have to go through that whole pain that given to somebody so if you have given that pain what was the depth of the pain so you have to go through that and you have to ask pardon from each and every person and definitely it's a long process it's a long process maybe it takes many lives there in a loop to come to that process and when they come in free will zone they have a chances to get spiritually high and clean it faster but still it depends if you take another wrong step you again go on the dark dimensions but they have all the chance chance is given to everyone on this dimensions different dimensions that puts me in mind of the story of Milarapa which i'm sure we can talk about on another podcast ladies and gents it truly is really fascinating so if you had one message monk to leave our listeners with today what would that be the only message i want to give to everyone is be compassionate compassion is the only way we can heal ourselves we can heal our wounded planet and we can heal this dimension wow what a wonderful way to wrap up that interview thank you so much monk that was truly fascinating and i hope our listeners have enjoyed it half as much as i have learning and listening to your thoughts and advice please don't forget to subscribe everyone to podcast heaven and listen to the indian monk's philosophical thoughts and to his interviews with the various guests we have planned for the future In further episodes we'll cover many thought provoking topics such as parallel dimensions, astral traveling, the Akashic records, ancient monks and their forgotten wisdom, like versus love and much much more. Thank you for listening and until the next time, namaste. May your journey be enlightened. Stay safe, stay blessed. Namaste.